Hello, and welcome to Finding Hope. My name is Shonda Whitworth, founder and president of Fortress of Hope Ministries. Fortress of Hope is a ministry that shares the love of God and the hope we have in Jesus with families who have someone they love incarcerated. But the truth is that without Jesus, we are all prisoners. Even if not literally behind bars, the enemy of our soul will confine us with despair, which leads to hopelessness. We all need hope. But not only that, it's important to know where to place our hope. God is our source of hope. Romans 15, 13 reads, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. We get this hope when we get to know who God is. And we get to know God better by reading and meditating on His Word. I encourage you to spend time each day reading the Bible. If this is not something you do on a regular basis, I encourage you to make this a part of your regular routine. I remember when I first sought pastoral counseling, the pastor told me to set my alarm 30 minutes earlier than when I normally got up and to take my Bible, a journal, and a pen to a quiet, special place to meet with the Lord. Then he told me to read the Proverbs, which is the book of wisdom, and to read the chapter in Proverbs that correlated with that date on the calendar. The journal was for writing down anything that jumped out at me as I read the scripture. Well, I decided to do this practice because nothing else was working for me. Well, the first few days and even the first few weeks, nothing jumped out at me. So I just started copying scriptures that I thought stood out over the others that would help me in my life. Then as I consistently continued this practice, it happened. Scriptures started jumping off the page at me. So what does it mean when a scripture jumps off the page? That means that there's a passage that you're reading that seems to be highlighted even though it's not highlighted. And I just felt a nudge inside of me that explained what it meant to me and how to use it for my life. That's the amazing thing about the Word of God. It's alive, and He uses His Word to teach us how to live. He desires for us to know Him better, and He does that through His Word. So I encourage you to spend time with the Lord each day reading His Word, because that's where we find hope. Also, the Lord, as He communicates with us, He desires for us to communicate with Him. We call that prayer. Prayer is just talking to God, and we can talk to Him anytime, anywhere, and we never have to leave a voice message. As I learn to communicate with God, people in my life recognized that my prayers were being answered and things were changing in my life. So they began to ask me to pray for them. And I enjoy praying with people, and I love seeing God move in their life too, and I will always pray for others. But at some point, the Lord moved it on my heart to begin to teach others how to pray. Not just any prayers, but prayers that get answers. That's why we pray, right? We want to see heaven move on our behalf. Well, we need to learn something. In Luke 11, verse 1, we find that the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. To teach means to instill knowledge. So if the disciples asked to be taught about prayer, shouldn't we also? So over the years, I've studied what the scriptures have to say about prayer. And as I've studied these, I've began teaching them. In both Matthew 6 and in Luke 11, 
the Lord's Prayer is recorded. That's where Jesus demonstrated for us how we should pray. Some theologians call it the model prayer, while others call it the Lord's Prayer. You may have even referred to it as the Our Father Prayer. But this prayer shows us how to approach God as our Father. As I continue to study, I've learned that there are several ways to pray. Like I mentioned, we could talk to God anytime. He's our friend. Then we could talk to Him as a Father, like the Our Father prayer in Matthew 6 and Luke 11. But as I continue to study, uh, after my son went to prison, I was introduced to another prayer strategy. And that's through the teachings of Jeanette Strauss and Robert Henderson. They taught us, they teach a strategy called praying into the courtroom of heaven. And with scripture as a foundation, this teaching made so much sense. As we went through the judicial, po- judicial process with our son, we learned that there are ways to make appeals to the most righteous judge of all of heaven and earth. And it resonated with me because we understood the earthly court system, the heavenly court system made so much sense. They're almost the same. So for these past few years, I've been teaching this other prayer strategy and implementing it in my own prayer time. And because I'm called to teach, I wrote a book and I teach on this now. Do you realize that the enemy takes us to court all the time? Revelation 12:10 tells us that the accuser accuses us before God day and night. The accuser is Satan. And he accuses us all the time before the throne room of God. You know, the courtroom of heaven is not ever closed. And we need to learn how to silence the accuser and to stop his accusations against us. So today I'm going to share with you that first step. And this is the most important step because without this step, we can't even enter into the courtroom of heaven. And the first step is that we have to have an advocate. An advocate is our lawyer, but we can't have just any lawyer, nor can we represent ourselves in the courtroom of heaven. We need to have the right representation. If we enter into the courtroom of heaven without the right representation, we will face judgment. We don't want judgment. We desire mercy, and we can find mercy in the courtroom of heaven. So the first step to silence the accuser and to begin making our appeals into the courtroom of heaven, we must ask Jesus to be our advocate. Jesus is the only one qualified to represent us in the courtroom of heaven. When we ask Jesus to be our advocate, we place all of our sins that we've committed against God under the blood of Jesus. And why is that important? Because Jesus took the penalty for our sins. And this is a free gift to us by Him. And by accepting this free gift, we will find mercy from the righteous judge. But if we do not place our sins under the blood, then the prosecutor, the accuser, that is Satan, he will use those sins against us and will face judgment. So if you want to ask Jesus to be your advocate, it's simple. Just pray a simple prayer. It goes something like this. Father God, I acknowledge that I do not measure up to your righteous standard. I deserve to be separated from you and to find judgment in the courtroom of heaven. But I thank you for making a way for me to be reconciled to you. 
I believe you sent Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, who lived a perfect life so that He could pay for my penalties and receive my judgment that He did that on the cross. And I believe that He was raised up on the third day and now sits at your right hand as my Lord and Savior. And today I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I ask Jesus to be my advocate to represent me in the courtroom of heaven. I turn from my own independence, and I surrender my life completely to you. I ask you to fill me with the Holy Spirit and empower me with your grace to live my life according to your will. Thank you, Lord, for my new life and your promise that I may come boldly before your throne of grace where I will find mercy in my time of need. Thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. If you can't remember this prayer, that's okay. Just pray one like it from your own heart, asking Jesus to be your advocate and asking for forgiveness of your sins. For those who want to see this prayer, it is posted on the website at fortressofhopeministries.com. That is fortressofhopeministries.com. Then go to the resource tab and then follow the link to What About Eternity? And if you want more encouragement on finding hope, be sure to visit that same website, fortressofhopeministries.com. Or you can text F-O-H-I-N-F-O, that's F-O-H-I-N-F-O, all one word, to 58632. F-O-H-I-N-F-O to 58632. You text that and you will receive information and a link to follow. Text 58632, all one word, F-O-H-I-N-F-O. Be sure to sign up for our weekly email while you so you will receive more information about this book that's coming out. It's going to be released on February 3rd, 2020, and the title is Appeal to the Courtroom of Heaven, Petitions for Prisoners and Prison Families. God bless you all, and may you overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit today. Blessings. Blessings.